Howdy, howdy, and welcome to the 13th episode of the Mighty Flail Podcast, where if the Feywild and Shadowfell had a baby, it would be the Mighty Flail Podcast. I'm going to do this every episode now, because I really enjoy it. <laughs> Today is extra special, because for the very first time, we have two sponsors. First, we have the ever-awesome Etsy store that is Amanda Panda brand, where you can buy cool-ass shit like Mighty Flail mugs, which I have, and Mighty Flail shirts, which I have, and other cool, cool stuff, which I'll future have. Actually, I, I actually want to buy more stuff. <laughs> actually i want to buy something you gifted them to me and i feel like i should buy something yeah. <laughs> i have not supported your store yet and i feel super guilty about it <laughs> and secondly we are sponsored by splinterverse splinterverse check them out on twitter it just came out with a 150 page book that includes a subclass for each class like the bard college of seasons which is amazing Two new lineages, a new race, two backgrounds, one of which is a clown, which I think is Ooh. neat. Spells, feats, familiars, magic items, two new adventures, six new encounters, new monsters, 50 hooks, and more! There's so much in this book, it's insane. I still haven't finished it yet. It Honestly, this it has so many goodies in it, and it's so worth it. Even the art itself is worth buying the book for. Like, I was going through the book, and I was honestly thinking, like, this is... It looks like... A book from Wizards of the Coast. And I was just like, my God. <laughs> um, go grab the book at dmsguild.com. Search for The Feywild Companion. It's currently a silver bestseller, so go check it out. It's worth the money. So today we have Mandy. Hello. And Jared. It's a me, Jared. <laughs> to help discuss whether or not the deck of many things is as game breaking as everyone else says it is. We go through each card and rank it 1 through 10, 1 being no, and 10 being holy fuck, that's broken. So without further ado, let's get into it. And if you don't know what the deck of many things is, it's basically a card deck with like 22 cards, and each have like a crazy magical effect once you draw it. But before you do that, you have to, before you draw cards, you have to announce how many you're going to draw, and anything more than that, it just won't affect. So you have to, before you pull it out, you're like, I'll draw two cards, and then you draw two cards, and if you draw a third card... So, let's get into it. So, the first card is Balance. Your mind suffers a wrenching alteration, causing your alignment to change. Lawful becomes chaotic. Good becomes evil. And, and if you're true neutral or unaligned, this card has no effect on you. That's a one. No. That's that, a one. I'm Depends that, on the game, but I give it like a three. That could potentially be like a seven. A seven? Yeah, just think. All of a sudden, the person who draws it, be they lawful good, all of a sudden, they're uh, chaotic evil, and yeah. that's a new villain. Yeah, but to me, that doesn't break the game. That just changes the game. Now you just have a new villain. I mean, well, what would you say instead of game breaking? How about character breaking? Mm. Well, that would definitely because I mean, some the of these character. cards are very like character specific rather than just like the entire game. Yeah. So I feel like this would be character breaking. I would say like like a seven. Yeah, yeah. character breaking. Okay. Yeah, that changes your entire personality. Yeah, pretty much. Everything you built your character for is now like opposite. But it could be kind of cool at the same time. I think it'd be fun. Like, it'd be fun to see play out. But it would definitely... 
you'd have to change your whole like strategy for the game. Yeah. Or basically just roll a new character. <laughs> yeah, I feel like at that point you pretty much have to roll a new character or figure a way out to uh, transition them back, find a wish spell or something. Oof. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, but like you aren't like if you are turned opposite, I feel like you're not gonna want to change back. So it'd be up to your party to like find a cure and then also Put you force in jail. You to do it. <laughs> that almost uh, turned into a whole new quest line in and of itself. Mm-hmm. That would totally derail the campaign at that point. Whatever you're doing, the suddenly you're just like, all right, but now I'm hold. Now we're just gonna try and save our friends, which is still fun. But I mean, that's a different direction completely. Or that new friend could become, like, the big bad evil guy of the campaign all of a sudden. That would be pretty cool, though. That would be pretty fucking awesome. Alright, so I think, what, like, we agree that's about a seven-ish? Yeah. Character breaking? Alright, alright. Comet! If you single-handedly defeat the next hostile monster or group of monsters you encounter... You gain experience points enough to gain one level. Otherwise, this card has no effect. Mm. I wouldn't say it's game-breaking or character-breaking. It's just kind of like a nice bump, but it has like a really cool, like, you know, you gotta do it yourself. Like, you counter like a whole bunch of goblins, and you gotta do it by yourself. Yeah. I'll get like a two. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say the same thing. I think that's a two. I don't think it breaks anything. If anything, it might just, like, annoy your party members that like you're leveling ahead of them but like yeah. it's not a huge deal yeah one level and honestly like if you have different types of classes and stuff in your party like the level ups come with different abilities anyway so just because you're the same level doesn't mean you're necessarily skilled evenly anyway yeah and depending on when you get this or draw this card like it could potentially be negligible Unless and honestly it... I mean you have the choice of not doing the card I mean yeah. You're like yeah I don't I, don't, I guess I'll, yeah. I just won't do it <laughs> so overall like you could also just like hold on to the card until well do you have to is there like a time limit on it well yeah actually it's the next you one. have to do it well i mean the battle you, you can choose the battle but when the cards activate you have within an hour for um, an effect okay well for this card specifically i mean it's the next hostile encounter but yeah okay so yeah if you're if the next um encounter you have is like a giant you know group of bad guys then you're probably not going to be able to take that on your own anyway. Or you could find, like, a rat and just stab it. That's a hostile encounter. Just piss it off. <laughs> One level. I mean, it has to be hostile to you. So. Well, yeah, if I kick a rat, I'm sure it's yeah. going to be hostile to me. <laughs> I'm sure it'll probably run away because unless it's, like, a rabid rat. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know D&D? Everything is out to get you. Come on. <laughs> Also, define defeat. Does defeat necessarily mean kill? 
or the next. Ooh, it would, that it would is say kill. I would assume if it meant kill. Because like defeating your enemy doesn't necessarily mean they die. It could mean they retreat. I really like how vague that is now. If you defeat it by words, like if you're a bard, you just like defuse the situation. That's kind of cool. All rulings are subject to DM ruling. (laughs) (laughs) I'd allow it. If you're creative enough to defuse a situation just by persuading, I mean, that's, I'd take it. All right. So what we agree on, like pretty low? Yeah, it's it's rather. I told that one a two. Yeah, two. I go with two. So you could end up killing a character with it. I mean, that's ultimately that player's choice. So, I mean, next one's a dragon, probably just not. Yeah, if you're dumb enough to not ask for backup when you need it, just to try to level up, then (laughs) you kind of deserve that. Mm -hmm. Hence the two, not a one. All right, the next one. I don't know how do you pronounce this. Don John, D O N G O J O N. Yes, Don John. Okay, I keep wanting to say dungeon. It's just spelled weirdly. <laughs> See, I first thought it said Don Juan. The old Don Juan. <laughs> the Don Juan. <laughs> you disappear and become entombed in a state of suspended animation in an extra-dimensional sphere. Everything you were wearing and carrying stays behind in the space you occupied. Where you disappeared. I don't know if that means you're just suddenly naked, but whatever. <laughs> you remain yeah. imprisoned until you are found and removed from the sphere, and you can't be located by any divination magic, but a wish spell can reveal the location of your prison. You draw no more cards. That's like a 10. That's a straight yeah. 10 character yeah. breaking. The only life. thing that can save you is a wish, then yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, that's dead. Basically, it's worse than dead. Well, dead you I mean, most. <laughs> no, I mean, yes, we all have shit. He left it behind. <laughs> That's another one of those things that you can derail your entire campaign to attempt to find your friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or find a wish. I actually thought when I was reading this, I was like, what? what? could you do with this in my mind i found out a really cool way to introduce a higher level party member like a new guy like to annihilation or something like that mm-hmm. dude you just find a guy in like a, a sphere you let him loose oh, yeah that's kind of a cool entrance he's been there for like a thousand years you have no idea what's happened and you can see his dick Oh, and no. you can see his dick. You know, he would be naked. naked. So he's useless to the party. You don't have shit. You have to give them stuff. Nobody <laughs> wants to give their shit away. You know, everyone has an extra pair of clothes they don't care about. Just look at all of your character sheets. There's a pair of clothes you're not wearing right now. I don't Guarantee want, it. Don't want no dick swinging old man. <laughs> <laughs> <Goddamn. laughs> So mad about this guy. <laughs> Fucking nudist come at me. Shit's going down. Yeah, I give that just a straight ten. Fuck it. It's over. I'm guessing everyone else agrees. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, yeah. It, it, okay. it's a tenor. That's that's about as bad as you can get. 
Uh, right, the next one is, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, Uriel? Yeah, it sounds right. U-R-Y-A-L-E. If anyone knows it or how to pronounce it. Uriel. Uriel. That's good. Uriel. Alright, the card's Medusa-like visage curses you. You take a minus two penalty on all saving throws while cursed in this way. Only a god or the magic of the fates card can end this curse. Mm-hmm. So it's a permanent minus two penalty, all saving throws. Rest of your life. Well, I guess you gotta become a cleric now. <laughs> I'm gonna call that like a six. I, I would say that's, that's a... Yeah, six or seven. It's pretty bad. Five. I mean, it sucks, but... It's, I mean, only, it's only saving two. throws. It's only negative two and it's only saving throws. So, like, you could still be okay. You'd be okay, yeah. it just sucks. You could yeah. also uh, say that you could technically say that a death saving throw is a thing. And so mm-hmm. minus two on that's pretty bad. On saving throws. I mean, it just does say death saving throw. Um, yeah, I guess that's technically right. But then you're Man, also, that, would, that would really sucks. You're also getting fucked by a lot of poison and magic. So it's it's pretty rough. Especially towards like endgame. When almost everything that you fight is gonna have you do a saving throw of some sort. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Get fucked by those dragons. Yeah, lower level. I mean, DC is usually like twelve. Are there ways to like boost your saving throws though? Yeah, magic items. Yeah. So like. Technically, could cancel it out. You can like band-aid it that way. Yeah, but even the magic items only give it a plus one so you're still at like a net negative that's only one that could be the same stats as someone with just a bad stat that's true I think it just I think it's in the it just sucks category I would just give it a solid five for me yeah like a five or six six for me alright I think we're pretty close to agreeing there yeah (laughs) All right, next one is The Fates. Reality's fabric unravels and spins anew, allowing you to avoid or erase one event as if it never happened. You can use the card's magic as soon as you draw the card or any other time before you die. So, Jesus, you can hold on to this forever. Yep. That's a 10. It's a great card. Yeah. It's a 10. Jesus. Probably one of the best cards. (laughs) That's a reverse Uno. (laughs) (laughs) Like, nah, man, that didn't happen. Yeah, actually, Hitler wasn't a thing. Let's see how the world changes. <laughs> Hitler did become an artist. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's... That'll just... That's the one that would break a game, I think. Yeah, that's probably one of the strongest cards in this deck. Mm-hmm. It's for both good and evil. Yeah. It definitely, it definitely has the ability... To break the game, but it also, like, could be used in a way that would just, like, benefit a player greatly, but not break, you know, the whole game. I mean, it really depends on the player and what the choice is. I mean, it's really, you know, subjective to the campaign. I think it's undoubtable how strong the card is. The card is almost all-powerful. Yeah, you can avoid or erase one event. Like, that's 
What if you wanted to erase the Big Bang? I was just thinking that. What if you erase <laughs> the fucking <laughs> beginning of the world? Like, it doesn't matter anymore. TPK instantly. Let's start a new campaign. <laughs> I'm gonna erase the event that fucking this stupid rogue. His mother pulled out. She never. Daddy oh, never Jesus nutted. Jesus Christ! You see the rogue disappear. Like, yeah. No. Why would you do this? Fuck, man. I would have no idea what to do with this. Like, playing with, like, one of the characters I have, like, Simon. Nah. Well, he would... I would go towards, like, a background-changing thing. You know, very personal. I would save that. I would save that until, like, something crazy happens. One of my teammates is about to die. Mm. And erase that. Yeah, yeah. That's one way to save somebody. We erase the enemy creature. Mm-hmm. There goes Tiamat. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's ten. Yeah, that's definitely a ten. Uh, let's go to the flames. I like this one. This one's kind of cool. This would be like a really cool side quest. A powerful devil becomes your enemy. The devil seeks your ruin and plagues your life, savoring your suffering before attempting to slay you. This enmity lasts until lasts until either you or the devil dies. It's so weird. See, the thing about that is it doesn't specify what kind of devil. Exactly. So could be a weak ass devil could be fucking the devil. All devils are fiends? Uh, I think devil. so. Yeah, devils are from the Nine Hells. Yeah. Okay, so they got CR2 to CR14. Really? 14 is the highest? Uh, yeah, of huh. the things that have devil in their name. With the highest being the ice devil. Well, I'm guessing since it says a powerful devil. So I'm okay. assuming it's probably like 10 or higher. Yeah. Well, we got Horn Devils and we got Ice Devils. And at 9, we have Bone Devils. All That'd strong. Yeah, you that could Balrog be... guy? Um, or what is it? Is it Balrog? The, the Baylor. Baylor. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Uh, let's see. Fiends. Yeah, I mean... Hmm. <laughs> oh, I still have as a qualifier. So, yeah, you have some strong ones. <clears throat> Go to the end here. The Okay, so, I mean, technically Tiamat's a feed, so... Uh, oh, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> we're gonna send Zeriel after you. <laughs> um, yeah, you got, like, Pit Fiends. Uh, Baylor's are a fiend. If you could count that as a devil got a lot of named ones that are pretty strong. Any, like, super intelligent ones? Um, I mean... I guess you'd have to go each one out. I don't know them all individually. The, the Ice Devil is, uh, 18 intelligence. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking, if there was, like, a super intelligent devil just fucking with your life, that could... I don't know, a third-party BBEG would just really fuck up a campaign. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, Bale and 
it's fucking uh pit okay so a pit fiend's technically a devil that's a cr20 if you send that after somebody <laughs> they 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 pretty fuck old <laughs> i i would give this like a hmm, this is tough i would it really say just depends on the god or i mean the devil yeah yeah it, yeah. it, it could be anything from like a like a four to a like nine yeah, I, I'd give it, like, a range. It depends on the DM, whether or not, yeah. like, how bad you want to fuck over that player. Between, like, a 5 and a 9. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'd give it, like, a, like an averaged-out 7. Yeah. I'd give it a good 7. I mean, either way, it's just gonna suck. Yeah. It, it's it's gonna be a, a nuisance on your party. Most devils are pretty strong, so... Or smart, rather. So, it could add an interesting twist to your game. Yeah, I mean, if, especially if you're at a point where, I mean, not much is happening and, like, haven't really gotten to a BBEG yet. I mean, this will really shove that in there. The only thing I hate about that is, like, it doesn't really give you, like, a good hook or a reason. It's just suddenly, like, out of nowhere, a devil fucking hates you for no fucking reason. <laughs> you could almost think of it as, like, a, a contract being needing to be fulfilled where the card enacts a certain magic that uh, essentially pings in a devil's head a contract that needs to be fulfilled and you know it's either you or me <laughs> it's the rum- Rumpelstiltskin card yeah it's the Rumpelstiltskin card uh, fucking rump yeah That'd be a kind of fun. I can see it both ways, really. Mm-hmm. All right, Mandy, what do you think? I, I <laughs> I'm gonna call it a seven point five. Okay. Seven point five. <laughs> All right. The next card is the fool. This one's weird. You lose ten thousand experience points. Discard this card and draw from the deck again counting both draws as one of your declared draws. If losing that much XP would cause you to lose a level, you instead lose an amount that leaves you with just enough XP to keep your level. So you don't actually lose any levels at all. And if you're playing like Milestone, this card has no, no bearing on anything. Other than it makes you draw another card. But that's Yeah. Different. So it's basically just a redraw. This is a dumb card. This is just a draw again card. This would be like a really like fucked up card if you're in like one of the older editions you know where everything's and you're like kind of high up there because that's a lot of xp to lose i mean we have the privilege of all of us playing a uh milestone campaign but to the people who do play xp base this is just uh it's a big old troll it's a big old fuck you it's a middle finger at you yeah all that work gone so it really depends on the party, on the group, and the campaign. But I would give it between, like, if it's a milestone, it's a zero. <laughs> it's not even a one, it's a zero. But if it's, like, where you're really tracking XP and everything, I'd probably give it, like, a four, three. Yeah, yeah it's just, just an annoyance. It just means you have to kill, like, several more monsters to get back to where you were and be behind your party, potentially. Yeah. It's not 
it's whatever. It's yeah, it's whatever. Sucks yeah. to draw, but like you fool. Worse. You fool. <laughs> this is a this is a card um, for someone who like really really wants to do the deck of many things, and everybody's like, no, don't do it, and then they draw this, and. It like doesn't do anything for them, and they're like, "See, knock it off! <laughs> Don't or, do it!" Or everybody around the table just in unison is just like, "You fool!" <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. You fool! You fool! All right. Next one is gem. Twenty-five pieces of jewelry worth two thousand gold each, or fifty gems worth a thousand gold each, appear at your feet. You reach. This is, this is the get rich card. Yep. Fuck, yeah, that'll... <laughs> that might change things in a campaign. I mean, 50,000 gold is substantial. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, by regular rulings, that's potentially a castle. That's called retirement. Split among your parties, 10,000 each... Go about your way at the end of the campaign. <laughs> or it's just like so many magic items. So many. Yeah, or a castle or Jesus. Game breaking? Uh, potentially, depending how in-depth your economy is in D&D. Uh, give it like a five. Like a five. That's a tough one. I give it like a like a four. I don't think it breaks anything. I think it changes things, but like, hmm. It much yeah. and much as in real life, having a shit ton of money just makes things a lot easier. Yeah, that gives like or, players like a lot of leeway to do extra shit. Or suddenly the DM can just um, like now you have bad guys trying to fight you twenty four seven because they're trying to steal your shit. That's why you buy a castle. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> See, yeah, it's all know. in real estate, man. I mean, there's nothing official, but it looks like uh, looks like it's enough to get a nice mansion, a nice <laughs> manor. I mean, that's a home base. Yeah, that's a nice home base. A pretty guards. Home base. <laughs> Maids. I don't know. Butlers. I call that retirement, man. It's also open a bar. 50, 50k. Yeah, and like 3.5, it was uh, 500,000 for a castle, so. Damn, really? Uh, yeah, castle, huge castle was a million. Uh, a moat with a bridge, uh, 50,000. What the fuck? I mean, castles are pretty, pretty impressive, so. I know, but a million gold? I How do you get a million gold? Uh, marry into royalty? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. Be born rich. I don't think even Dragon Heist had that much money. Nope. How much was that anyway? I don't know. A lot. Fuck, I don't remember. Damn, a million's a lot. Anyway, yeah, I'd give it a five money. <laughs> uh, 
you end up with 50,000 gold at, in Dragon Heist. So, Jeez. the same amount of money that you get from the gem card. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the whole adventure. Just pull out that card. It's over. Alright, next one is the idiot card. Permanently, <laughs> permanently reduce your intelligence by 1d4 plus 1 to a minimum score of 1. So you can draw one additional card beyond your declared draws. So you just get that's, dumb and draw another card. That's possibly lowering your intelligence by five. Yep. Ooh. And if you uh, roll and start with like a six, yeah. all of a sudden you you can't speak anymore. My <sighs> God, that's. Um, especially if you have a wizard too. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't even have like high intelligence. That drops it by five. That's. Yeah. I'd give that like a good nine character breaking. And if you're dumb, you're of course <laughs> gonna draw the additional card. Yeah. And try oh, to get fucked with another bad <laughs> card. The minus two saving throws. <laughs> just... if, if if I have a feeling if I was a wizard, I drew this card and I got minus five, I feel like I would just I would just Roll a new character. Yeah, yeah just like I am useless. Myself. Yeah. Oh yeah, that especially if you're in like a long campaign. It's been like a year. You've had this wizard, and then suddenly you have minus five intelligence. That just sucks. Not just sucks, but like really sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the potential of a ten on that one for character breaking. It, it really depends on what you roll. Like if yeah. it's a one. Damn it! But if it's a five, that's if it's a really one nice. and you're not an intelligence-based character, then meh. I, yeah, I it would, really depends. I think I'd give it an eight overall. Like it has the potential of being a ten. Yeah. But... Yeah. Worst case scenario, ten. Yeah. Average, closer to like a seven, maybe an eight. Yeah. So far, a lot of these are definitely like character breaking. Well, possibly, but just not like game breaking. Yeah, the Fates card is probably the only one, and the uh, Donjon. Oh yeah, yeah. That oh, that's be... that's more character breaking. Yeah, that's that's yeah. ten character breaking right there. All right, next one is the Jester. You gain ten thousand XP, or you can draw two new cards beyond your declared draws. It's like a. Oh, it's like a four. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a three. That depends on how. Greedy depends what the next risky. two cards are. Yeah, that depends on how greedy <laughs> and risky the player is. Yeah. I mean, obviously, drawing two cards from the deck of many things is generally not great. No, your odds aren't very high. Yeah, odds are not in your favor. Yeah. But if you're responsible, you would just take the 10,000 XP. But if you're that responsible, you're probably not fucking with the deck of many things <laughs> to begin with. That's so true. I give it a, I give it a three. Three I or think, four. I think the card on its... Oh, man. that's It really just depends on... What it's a ten, if it's it. a 10,000 XP, that's like a one. Yeah. If it's the two additional draws, that's like a five. Yeah. 
Don't be yeah. a dummy, dummy. I'd, I'd do the two extra draws because that's just who I am. <laughs> yep. You're already oh, in gosh. it this deep. I'm in it this deep. Just <laughs> fucking give me more. All right. Next one is a key. A rare or rarer magical weapon with which you are proficient appears in your hands. The GM chooses the weapon. It's a good card. Yeah. That's 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 an awesome card. That's not breaking. And if it's game breaking, awesome. that's the DM's fault. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden you get the sword of Zeriel. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. I think that's it's a good card. Um probably character breaking or game breaking, I would just give it a solid five. Because it really depends on the DM. Yeah. Well, but that's the DM's fault. It's not the yeah. card's fault. But I mean I mean if it's what game breaking Listen. Five is like the very middle. That's nah, just going with that. Because he also gave you here's your plus one sword. Well, Enjoy. It'd, it'd be plus two. So it would be <laughs> anything from the Sunblade or. Well, the Sunblade is just a rare. Um, yeah, but rare isn't like that crazy. Yeah, like you can go anywhere from like a sort of a Vorpal sword to a plus two boomerang. Yeah, it's. That's a pretty wide range. Yeah. So it's a Vorpal sword really like well, I guess rarer. I guess it's rare legendary. Enough. Yeah. I was about to say that's like a rare magical item. I'm just like, no fucking way. Is it just rare? No, it's it's a legendary, so it's okay. the higher yeah. higher end of that. Dress it to a plus two boomerang that gives you <laughs> barely any thought. That that'd be the biggest troll. It's a really, <laughs> really nice boomerang. The Vorpal boomerang. Let's do that. God, just slice his heads off, man. I mean, when you roll a twenty, <laughs> that'd be kind of cool, though. You know what? Making it a thing. That's Everybody's gonna love boomerang, the purple boomerang. Purple boomerang. <laughs> Not to make it an artifact in my game. <laughs> man, do you know what the purple purple no. does? No, I do not. You roll a crit, you instantly kill him. Yeah. So it slices if, their heads off. That's if, it. If they have a head, yeah. Hmm. Creatures so if you're a champion, back. holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's it's great. Uh, yeah, and if they don't have a head, I believe. Uh, yeah, if, if they're immune to lacking damage, uh, don't have or need their head, has legendary actions, or the GM, the GM decides that the creature is big for its head to get cut off with such a weapon. They instead, just take uh, an extra, like, 68 damage. I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean don't need their head? <laughs> well, there's some creatures don't have heads. Like, Atya's, they have no head. But it didn't say that. It said, well, it said don't have or need. What That means, that implies that they have one, they just don't need it. Maybe well, What's that? Who's don't need no head? They don't need no body. But if it's like a <laughs> like a clay golem, like they don't have yeah. a brain, maybe a they're, zombie. Yeah, their okay. energy comes That's from, true. say, like a glowing piece of energy in their heart. Okay, fine. That's all they're gonna DM's gonna send it, you know, just like ghosts and zombies and like mm, yeah, nothing that has a head. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, I'd just give it a five. 
just depends on what they give you. Yeah. It's only as bad as the DM makes it. Yeah. Everybody uh, gets plus two boomerangs. <laughs> uh, the night card. You gain the service of a fourth level fighter who appears in a space you choose within 30 feet of you. The fighter is one of the same race as you and serves you loyally until death, believing the fates have drawn him or her to you. You control this character. You have a sidekick. <laughs> now That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't think that breaks anything. I think uh-huh. it's just... Helps. Yeah. Uh, it, well, fourth level fighter. They're not really changing many uh, like combats or anything. Yeah. Other than like giving the enemy something else to concentrate on. But, you know, it's fine. Solid. Yeah, it's a, it's a helpful NPC there. I mean, yeah. yeah. As far as game breaking, I'm going to give that... I think that might be a one. Yeah, it's like it, a two. to me, it depends on what level the campaign is. If it's a low level, if you're like level two and you get this level four, yeah, mode, that's true. Yeah, uh, it's like a three-ish. I give it a four. A level four. three or four, three and a half. Yeah, <laughs> three and a half. <laughs> Alright, now we have the moon card and this is this is a 10 out of 10. You are granted the ability to cast the wish spell 1d3 times. Ain't nothing you can cast three wishes it. right now. <laughs> For some of us that might not know, I'm gonna just read out the wish spell for my own use. Ahem. <clears throat> Wish is the mightiest spell a mortal creature can cast. By simply speaking aloud, you can alter the very foundations of reality in accord with your desires. So, some examples Some examples it gives are you can create an object up to 25,000 gold in value that isn't magic. Um, you can allow up to 20 creatures that you can see to regain all hit points. Hmm. You can grant up to 10 creatures that you can see resistance to damage type you choose. It says, the basic use of this spell is to duplicate any other spell of 8th level or lower. You don't need to meet any requirements in that spell, including costly components. This spell simply takes effect. I never thought this this spell actually had limits. But, continue reading. Um, Let's see. Just get to the end. After the list. After the list. You might be able to achieve something beyond the scope of the above examples. State your wish to the GM as precisely as possible. The GM has great latitude in ruling what occurs in such an exist in such an instance. The greater the wish, the greater likelihood that something goes wrong. The spell might simply fail. The effect you desire might only be par- partly achieved, or you might suffer some unforeseen consequence as a result of how you worded the wish. It's like a fucking genie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For example, wishing that you 
Wishing that a villain were dead might propel you forward in time to a period when that villain is no longer alive. Oh my god. Effectively removing you from the game. That'd be some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Similarly, wishing for a legendary magic item or artifact might instantly transport you to the presence of the item's current owner. Oh, hi, bro. Can I have your purple sword? (laughs) Fuck. So, you can do whatever you want, but... (laughs) It is up to the DM's discretion, so I guess it really depends. But fuck, I'd still give it a 10. I think the potential's there. Still a very, very strong... Especially if you have, like, a new DM. Mm -hmm. That's game-breaking. But if you have, like, a DM that could really just pull something out of his ass, that could definitely, like, be some weird shit. Like, propelling yourself into the future when the villain is dead. That's something I would never have come up with. If you cast Wish to do anything other than duplicate another regular 8th level spell, it causes you to take 1d10 necrotic damage per level of that spell. And your strength drops to a three for <laughs> two D four days. Takes a lot out of you to do a wish. And for oh, each yeah. of these days that you that you do anything other than rest, your recovery time keeps getting longer. I think. No. So if you. Oh no. If you do decreases. nothing more than uh, light activity, then it, it decreases. decreases. So if you just like be chill, you can get yeah. better quicker <laughs> still. A strength level of three is fucked. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but if I'm doing a wish spell, I'm probably not in the middle of like fighting Tiamat. I, I mean, know. you might be. I, oh, that's true. Uh, I mean, if I'm desperate, I'm just yeah. like, die, Diamet. One of the, like, most intense uses uh, that potentially were to be, there is, uh, at the very end of spoilers for the first campaign of Critical Role, but um, in the end, uh, Liam's character was bound to die after uh, this huge fight at the end, and... Uh, Sam's character wanted to use the wish spell uh, to save him from being taken from the uh, Raven Queen and he ended up wasting his ninth level spell slot for a counter spell Uh, but uh, I think later on he ended up using the wish spell so uh, Liam's character could come back for his sister's wedding but it's very strong Huh. And you can get really creative with the wish. That's a fun one. Sounds it like it'd be a lot of fun. There's also the potential if you actually cast the spell that you never are able to cast it again, though. Mm-hmm. 33% chance. Yep. Jeez, man. There's so many limits to this card. It's because it's, a. Uh, well, I don't think it, it, uh, it counts for the, the card, but for the spell itself. Yeah. Alright, well, I'm learning new things. Yeah. It's a big 10. I give it a 10. I think the potential is there for a 10. Yeah. Alright, next one. Rogue. 
A non-player character of the GM's choice becomes hostile toward you. The identity of your new enemy isn't known until the NPC or someone else reveals it. Nothing less than a wish spell or divine intervention can end the NPC's hostility towards you. This was a new bad guy. <laughs> yeah, that's just a new bad guy. Even if it's just like a peasant, that's like a lower level bad guy, you know. <laughs> In uh, one of the campaigns that I'm listening to on a podcast right now, uh, this guy has two twins, and one of his children uh, is the rogue card's victim, so one of his kids hates him, and it kills him on the inside. Jeez, man. Is that the, the dad one? Yeah. Uh, of course it is. Spoilers for Dungeons and Daddies. <laughs> you can't spoil alert after you did it. Yeah. Here we are, sponsoring Dungeons and Daddies again. Joe is the one who <laughs> called it out. I was keeping it as fake as I could, but... <laughs> if, if you like a comedy podcast, watch Dungeons and Daddies on Spotify and anywhere you get podcasts. <laughs> Monetize me! <laughs> But yeah, this is, I, I think it's a cool card. I it, like this a lot. It's very interesting. It, it has the potential to be a more breaking card. Say uh, the DM decides to choose a king to be the one hostile towards you. All of a sudden you have armies bearing down on your party. Uh-huh. Or it could just be a homeless guy near you. And you, know, you just gotta, you gotta put him out of his misery. That's such a wide range. That's like a, well, one to a ten. Mm-hmm. A devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, Tiamat's just like, wait a minute. Yeah, there's son a, of a bitch. There's a fucking tiefling warlock with my name on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... You can't just put one number on all the numbers on it yeah <laughs> depends on the NPC depends on the GM that's all the numbers oh yeah alright uh, the next one is ruin all forms of wealth that you carry or own other than magical items are lost to you portable businesses buildings and land you own are lost in a way that alters reality the least any documentation that proves you should own something is lost to this card also disappears. There goes that castle. Man. At least you get to keep that purple boomerang. Would clothing be a form of wealth? Yep. Yep, you're naked. Now your dick's out. Yeah, your dick's all over the place. God damn it. Unless you have magical clothes. That's true. If it's magical... that That's the weird part. <laughs> Magic items are immune to this? Yeah. Listen, they want to fuck you, but they don't want you to just fucking leave the house. <laughs> they don't want you to quit the campaign. They're just going to be like... <laughs> you just left with your thong of fire resistance and your... <laughs> the thong of... <laughs> well, now Carcass needs a thong of fire resistance. Joe, if you could make that happen. <laughs> Like, the only part it actually protects is, like, there. That's it. Like, not the rest of your body, just, like, there. You know. <laughs> no fire crotch for you. <laughs> oh, my. 
Oh, fuck. Uh, since it doesn't, like, do anything with magic items, I would probably give this a five. I mean, all of your money's gone. All of your Yeah, this is in the realm gems. of that sucks. Yeah. I'm just thinking of, like, so, like, Carcass, for example. Other than his clothes and, like, weapons that he doesn't use, I, he doesn't have anything. That, so, that's like, true. If your character doesn't have much, you're not losing much. You can say that your uh, your focus goes away. Isn't that... I guess it's not ma- inherently magic on its own, is it? Uh, depending what you have. Isn't it just like a sprig of holly or some shit? It's a... Uh, uh, like a rabbit's foot. Oh. Well, yeah, I don't kill another rabbit. There no. <laughs> <laughs> you go. I don't know. Find yourself an Almaraz. Just pull his leg off. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'd give it a five. It depends if you're rich or not, but overall, it's just in the realm of that sucks. Yeah. Anything can be pretty much replaced, especially if, like, all of your friends have a bunch of shit. Yeah, if you're, like, like a sharing. noble or, like, a prince, then it would fucking suck. But yeah. overall, maybe even a four. I'd give it a four. Yeah, at least, you can, at least you can keep your vocal boomerang. Yeah, like you still got your magic lamp. Stuff yeah. that really matters, you still have. Yeah, it, 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 it sucks. Uh, yeah, I'd probably give it a four. Four or five. Alright, let's go to the next one. The skull card. You <laughs> summon an avatar of death. A ghostly humanoid skeleton clad in a tattered black robe and carrying a special a spectral scythe. Blah, blah. It appears in a space of the GM's choice within 10 feet of you and attacks you, warning all others that you must win the battle alone. A one-on-one, baby. The avatar fights until you die or it drops to zero hit points, whereupon it disappears. If anyone tries to help you, the helper sudden summons its own avatar of death. Mm. A creature slain by an avatar of death cannot be restored to life. And it gives you a... Uh, uh, what do you call this thing? A monster card. Yeah, stat block. Yeah, stat block. It's a medium undead, neutral evil, armor class is 20. Ooh. Hit points is half the hit point maximum of its summoner. The speed is 60 feet and the fly is 60 feet, so you can't run away from this guy. Um, 20 monk. is high fucking AC. Uh, he's got plus 3 to all of his stats. 16 across the board. Immune to necrotic poison. He's immune to charmed, frightened, paralyzed, petrified, poisoned, unconscious. He can't go unconscious. Uh... True sight, dark vision, passive perception, this 13. I mean, this guy, I mean, you can't like run away from this person. Um, <laughs> the challenge is nothing. There's zero XP out of this. <laughs> so if you kill it, you get nothing. Um, incorporeal movement, so it can move through shit. Um, what I really find interesting about this guy is the reaping, his action, the reaping scythe. The avatar sweeps its spectral scythe through a creature within five feet of it, dealing 1d8 plus three slashing damage plus 1d8 necrotic damage. Like, when you think of like, that's not too bad. Yo, death ain't shit. But, <laughs> but, you don't roll the hit. That's just, that's instant hit. Mm. 
Every time it's his turn, you get damaged. Whereas every time you attack, you have to be at a 20 AC. So, yeah, there's no rolling to hit. You just get hit. So that could really fucking suck. That's Yeah, I mean, it, it's doing a maximum of 19 damage. Mm-hmm. With a minimum of uh, 5 damage. So, like, it's not horrible. It has half of your hit points, so... If you're a wizard, it's like 40 damage. Or, yeah, 40 health. Depending. But if you're like a high level, like well spec, like barbarian, it's like 90 90 health. Like, you could do it. Yeah, I'm not. They definitely made it where he's not unbeatable. But really fucking tough, depending yeah. on like what your character is and what they can do. Like if you're a bard doing this, you're fucked. Not necessarily. <laughs> depends. I mean, if you're a bard, it depends on what your spells is a lot, and you can't really prepare your spells for this. Well, you, you don't prepare your spells at all as bard. Exactly. You can't. You can't be like, okay, I'm gonna prepare my spells, pull out something from the deck. Nah. Well, the thing is, as, as a bard, you, you just have your spell. You already have your, like, special, like, damage spells that you'd use in regular combat anyways. Well, if you're, like, level 5 bard, what do you got that can beat this guy? Uh, let's see. At that point, you have, what, third level spells? Or just second? Uh, probably third. Maybe, like, one third. Uh, it's a total guess. I don't know. I mean, you can dissonant whisper it to death. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, well, you know what? Looking at all the fucking spells, you're right. They don't have. <laughs> I'm gonna. I fucking knew it. What cantrips do they have? You get insulted to death. That's exactly what I'm gonna fucking do. I'm gonna vicious mockery death. That one d4 damage was it? Something like that. Uh, (laughs) Vicious mockery is yeah, it's d4. At no, at fifth level, it's uh fucking two d4. See, I'm watching like everyone else would be fighting this battle, just like an insulting thing, and then after our death is just stabbing him, and it's just like a a five to ten damage. For like 12 rounds <laughs> just staring this is the most boring battle ever you know what they do what they can <laughs> by uh literally everybody who plays a bard should just play college of lore oh fuck that's even six level god damn it <laughs> you know what fuck death <laughs> I would give this not game breaking at all, but character breaking because there's a potential of you just dying and you don't get anything out of it if you win. You just survive. Yeah. So seven, seven or eight. Uh, I'd give it like a six, but seven works too. Depending on what level you fight this at. Yeah. Character breaking, yeah, you have a potential to die. That 20 AC is nothing to sneeze at. That's we're at like what in our campaign like level 14 15 
Oh, oh. Oh, my, yeah, your, your campaign. My yeah. campaign. Uh, yeah, you guys are like level 14, I think. Yeah, CR20 is still something that we can miss, you know? Even at that high Barely. Level. Some of you. It's, I mean, it's... I mean, if you have a bad rolling day, man, yeah. all it takes. No, it's definitely a, a potential for it. Mandy, would you win this? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Carcass could fuck this shit up. Well, it depends. I could, you know, I could wild shape into something with just a bunch of HP and, like, be able to last longer that yeah. way. What What is Carcass's health right now? 51, 53. That's 20, like that. 22 health that you have to get through. Just wild shape yourself into a fucking Deinonychus. You got three chances to hit it. Yeah. And then it knocks you down your 30 health. You do it again. Mm-hmm. And That's then, a good buffer. And yeah. then when, uh, when it knocks your second Deinonychus down, then well, I guess we gotta pepper it with lightning. Good thing uh, anything with a uh, ability saving throw instantly does damage. Well, the one thing, it's super fast. It'll definitely like get in your face melee mode. So if you're like a ranged character, that's gonna really suck. Yeah, but you know what? This is what you get for drawing from the deck. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you fucking get. Pieces of shit. Everybody told you no, but here we are. Mom said no. What you get? Uh. (laughs) All right, go to the next one. Uh, Star card. Another great card. Huh? Another great card. Yeah, increase one of your ability scores by two. The score can exceed twenty, but can't exceed twenty-four. It's a great card. I mean, that's that's a boon, man. Yeah. Especially if you manage to find one of the uh, ability increase tomes. Yeah. It's 24. That's a plus 7 to whatever your stat is. I mean, for any stat, that's a plus 1, basically. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely yeah, a plus so, 1. Uh, give it a 4? It's not character breaking or game breaking at all. It's just a nice bump. Fine. Two. Andy, is that better? Yes. I mean, it it can break. (laughs) It can definitely uh, potentially break the encounters that your DM has. No, that's his problem. All of a sudden, (laughs) you have uh, one higher ability or uh, uh, spell save DC. And it's just a little too much. doesn't like break anything it's objectively a great card you all yeah. want to see it but you're not likely yeah. to get a good card when drawing so far it seems like a pretty okay mix yeah it's i'll look up the spread but yeah it's a great card all right going to the sun you gain 50,000 XP and a wondrous item which the GM determines randomly appears in your hands. That's a lot of XP, man. That is a lot of XP. If you're playing um, 
what's it called? Milestone. Milestone. Like, what impact does that have? If uh, I was a GM, I would just level up, just like one level up immediately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like you have to. What's the what's the XP? Uh, what what do you call it? XP D and um, level up. <laughs> look. Um, yeah, my googling sucks. Yeah. Okay, so fifty thousand. Uh oh my god, yeah, holy cow. Okay, that's yeah. basically an instant level up. Yeah, I mean it's it's Shit, a level that up. That could be like multiple levels. Yeah, depending. Depends on what levels you're in between. So say if you're level ten, it's guaranteed level up because you're sixty-four k, and if you get fifty k, that'll go to level thirteen. To what? What? Where did we start at? If you're at level ten, yeah, and you get that fifty k, that's like level thirteen. Yeah. And if you're at level one, <laughs> you're at level nine. Oh well. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's then that could be game breaking. It's that, exactly jump, the uh, yeah, it's exactly the amount of XP you need to go from level nineteen to level twenty. Yeah, mm. I think that could if you're if you're playing an XP based game, that could definitely like the the earlier one where it was just like you gain one level, eh. but if you gain like nine levels, that could be game breaking. Oh, all of a sudden, uh, you are the game. <laughs> you are now the main character. Yeah, the rest of the characters are just your fucking sidekicks. Like, if you're the DM and this happens, you're just like, uh, I'm like, going to have you, to end the session right now. Yeah, how do you ever <laughs> run another balanced encounter? That's why you don't give the uh, deck of many things to your characters <laughs> later in the game. I mean, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, I'm... And you get a wondrous item, too. I mean, that's nice. Yeah, so then you can get your uh, Sovereign Glue. <laughs> Don't give it a... a nine? Uh, eight? I mean, Maybe an eight. I'll give it an eight. A solid eight. Yeah. I don't think it breaks anything. It just really changes things. Yeah. Yeah. Like a seven or eight, depending, especially depending on the uh, wondrous item they get. Yeah. I mean, that's the level, like, the level that your players are at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're like low level and you're just fucking with them with this thing, and then suddenly they're like level ten, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Dragon heist definitely changed now. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna beat Xanathar right now. Don't even worry about it. Then. <sighs> oh. Then what level of? That's when you just troll your players with a fucking cloak of many fashions. <laughs> or what other whack-ass... Well, a lot of wonders items are just fucking weird. Yeah. They're I not mean, necessarily the most useful. You get a pipe of smoke monsters. Yeah, wow. they're just fun things. But the I higher really you get, they, they get pretty, pretty like intense, though. Oh, really? Like, you're talking about like a belt of fucking storm giant strength. Is that wondrous? Yeah. Oh damn, I thought that would be like mega rare or something. Well, I mean, wondrous items are just like items that aren't an armor, ring, rod, scroll, staff, wand, or weapon. Oh, I had no idea. I thought wondrous items were just like 
one of a kind weird shit. No. Wondrous items are everything from invisibility cloak to magic carpet. Hmm. Hmm. That really explains things. Yeah. I'm learning some things today, man. <laughs> All right. So, son, yeah, I give it a, I give it a nine, eight or nine, yeah. eight point five. <laughs> yeah, sounds alright. It's a great card. All right. Next card is. Oh, we're almost at the end here. Yeah. Talons. Every magic item you wear or carry disintegrates. Artifacts in your possession aren't destroyed, but do vanish. And go where? Anyway. <laughs> Somewhere else. They go on. How are they not going to say where? <laughs> what do you mean well, they vanish? don't want you to find it. Yeah, that's the point. You just lost all your shit. Yeah, but like they should say, it should say like DM gets to decide where it goes. I mean, or technically DM does, does decide. <laughs> It's whether you know, ah. you gotta use that wish spell you got in the other card to <laughs> figure out where the fuck it went. So it's every magic item. Yeah. Oh fuck, that sucks. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is the bad one. This is so one ruin is all non-magical. No talents is everything that is magical. Yeah. This is where you just uh, quit your character. <laughs> I wouldn't think it's that. Well. Hmm. You're just angry. This is the one where you just gotta leave for the night. I gotta take some time. Yeah, this is the one that would, like, really suck. But it like, wouldn't, like, game break unless it's, like, an artifact you really fucking need. Then yeah, I'm that would really, change some stuff. I'm just really peeved off. I lost my Vorpal Boomerang and <laughs> I, I just need to take a minute. I need to take ten minutes and have a cigarette. I mean, if it was, like, if you were just level 19 and you have fuck ton of magical items that you've been trying to get for three years and now it's gone yeah, yeah it's 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 uh it's a definitely a big old feels bad um game breaking i'd give it like a three but character breaking i'd give it like a it's, it's like a it's like a seven character breaking wise yeah. like a lot of people are I mean, granted, they're not as strong as their magic items, but their magic items are very important to their character. I mean, yeah. Nobody nobody wants to lose magic items. All of a sudden, you're going back to the sword you started the adventure with, and you lost all your fun, like, bits and bobbles to make you a cool character. Yeah. You've been collecting and spending money on, and now you're just... Fuck. That's in just like the really sucks territory. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Next card. Throne. You gain proficiency in the persuasion skill. And you double your proficiency bonus on checks made with that skill. In addition, yeah. you gain rightful ownership of a small keep somewhere in the world. However, the keep is currently in the hands of monsters, which you must clear out before you can claim the keep is yours. You could persuade them to leave. <laughs> or you can exterminate uh, them. <laughs> this is just a fun little side quest. There yeah, is a side quest. Where you and you get a fucking keep. And you get a nice persuasion skill boost. I mean, that's, that's cool. You get an expertise in persuasion as well as a home base. Yeah. Which technically you could sell, I guess. I guess. So you could be but... rich out of that, but. It's fun. That's 
not game breaking. I give it like a two. I mean, depending on where the keep is, it could be pretty. Uh, pretty well, intense. depends how much of an asshole your DM is. It's on the plane of fire. Enjoy your new keep. Or you just have like a very like well defensible keep that allows you to have this like awesome base. I guess it really depends on your level. Yeah. Like if you're like a level 15 and this keep is yours for the taking, I would maybe put some like crazy lich guy in there maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I would say it's like a four-ish. Yeah, four sounds about right. It's it doesn't break anything. It's it's just a cool side thing. I feel like the expertise in persuasion is more game breaking than the keep itself. I mean that's true. <laughs> like if you're a bard, well, I mean I you, guess you probably already have it anyway. Yeah, if you're a barbarian. <gasps> Suddenly you're very eloquent. Oh. <laughs> All right. Going to the next one, Vizier. Anytime you choose within one year of drawing this card, you can ask a question in meditation and mentally receive a truthful answer to that question. Besides information, the answer helps you solve a puzzling problem or other dilemma. In other words, the knowledge comes with wisdom on how you apply it. Yo, what's Mm. the meaning of life? (laughs) 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 Fuck. Uh, Box fall, everyone dies. That's how you break the DM. Yeah. <laughs> Heck. 42. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's a... It's a... That's a tricky one. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a weird one. A truthful answer to a question. It depends what the question really is. I mean, it could be anything from... Where is my lost family member? To uh, how do what we, is how do we the BBG's weakness? Yeah, exactly. In detail, explain to me how to get to this <laughs> to this dungeon. <laughs> Will anyone ever love me? Oh no! Oh shit! Also helps you with a puzzling problem or other dilemma. So I guess like should I shouldn't I? It's just like well, best case scenario, you should probably go right. Uh, I don't know. Where's the lost city of Atlantis? <laughs> <sighs> when will I die? Ooh. Oh damn, that'd be a fun one. Yeah. It's an interesting card. Game breaking or character breaking? I don't necessarily see it. I mean, you could see it as game breaking, depending on like how do I beat this campaign. Yeah, but it's really up to like the DM to like. I mean, it has to be truthful. Yeah, but I mean, the DM can still change things and still make like something challenging or not as useful. Yeah. They I have a question too. I'm giving it a five. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a five with potential to be more or less. What do you yeah. think, Mandy? It depends. I'm sure that if you 
did it right, you could ask a question that would be game-breaking. But what would that question be? How... How does this campaign end? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I don't know, but I bet you could come up with it. It also depends on, like... Is it another, like, genie situation? Like, could you give a truthful answer, but it be, like, tricky, mm. truthful, you know? What's it say? You're trying to ask a question, man. I'm going to receive a truthful answer. Just truthful. You can tell the truth without giving, like, all exact details. Also, in the end, it says, in other words, the knowledge comes with wisdom on how to apply it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could just be just really straightforward. Just like, how do you defeat him? You kill him. Yeah, exactly. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get a five. Yeah, I think for most situations, probably a five. Although I'm sure there are times where it could be a ten, but... Someone's you could probably make it a 10 yeah, yeah. <laughs> with my intellect it's a 5 <laughs> alright I think this is the last card mm. the void this black card spells disaster your soul is drawn from your body and contained in an object in a place of the GM's choice one or more powerful beings guard the place while your soul is trapped in this way your body is incapacitated. A wish spell can't restore your soul, but the spell reveals the location of the object that holds it. You draw cards. <sighs> this is yeah. like Don John, but like light. <laughs> yep. Can an object? What happens to your body? Uh, it just flops on the ground. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a shell now. So one or more powerful beings guard the place that's guarding the objects. I guess you have to try to... I guess how else would would you find where it is other than a wish spell? Well, it doesn't say that any, like, I guess divination spells would work because it doesn't say that you can't be found. Yeah. So that's your side quest. Find a buddy. Yeah. And beat the bad guy. That would be fun. Trap his soul. That would be a fun side quest. Yeah. Not for the person who is trapped, but everyone else maybe. (laughs) You can always introduce like an NPC that the character control while you're trying to get their soul back. That's what they did with uh, Critical Role. Also, how do you how do you put back a soul? (laughs) Like. Um. Say the soul is locked in a treasure chest and you open the treasure chest, then what? Then it just it goes back into the body. Just like, like a, that? Like a ghost possession? I, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically, like, what what's that spell when someone dies and you're trying to resurrect them? Is it, like, resurrect? Just straight up resurrect? <laughs> it's like your soul... Like, you determine if you want to go back to your body. So I guess technically it could be that situation. Like, you're inhibiting your soul. You control your soul. Like, like you're in heaven, and you'd be like, oh, come back to life. And you're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, it could be that situation. Yeah. 
Okay, character breaking, I'd give this like a 9 or a 10. Yeah. Game breaking, it'd just be like a nice side quest, be probably like a 6. I mean, whatever is guarding your soul could be... Uh, Ooh, it could be real, real mean, nasty. It's just a one or more powerful beings guard the place. Oh, one or more powerful. Oh, Jesus. Okay, maybe both a solid 9. Yeah, it's like a 9 or a 10. But like a fun 9 or a 10. Yeah. Not just like a you're fucked 9 or a 10, but more like a fun side quest 9 or a 10. Not so fun. Except for the person that's trapped. I mean, the people who have to uh, get their soul back have to fight this powerful being or more than one powerful being. Yeah, yeah. But you could also reward them with uh, magic items or whatever. Or you can decide that guy's fucked and just like leave. I mean, you can't really do that. <laughs> there you go. I mean, yeah, I didn't like the rogue bro. anyway. Is that how you play D and D, Joe? I'm just saying get... it's an option. I mean, <laughs> especially if you don't have like a character that can like divinate or anything. Yeah, I mean, you could find wizards. Well, maybe Granted, if they it, help it's you. Harder for them. Yeah, it's uh... that's a lot of effort. It is a lot of effort, but when you're you friend, like them. <laughs> you've been traveling for years, and all of a sudden you get whisked away to another location. Listen, if it was like Sen from our campaign, I'm just saying. That might be just his problem now. <laughs> no, you guys, would, you guys would save him. Would we? I mean, everybody else would. You might not, but... <laughs> I think it would be like, sweet, this is the perfect segue to my next character. I mean, potentially. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, nine. I go to nine. Yeah. That's the last one. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Overall, take of many things. Game breaking? I think the risks completely outweigh the potential benefits. That's, that's the general consensus of this. Like, yeah, you could get lucky and pull, like, a fates or a key or whatever, but you're more likely to get the void or... Uh, I just feel like even the good items aren't good enough to risk the really bad shit you could do, and... The odds of it being bad are way higher. This is not worth it. Now, if there was a card in here that was like, you are now immortal, then okay. <laughs> that would be game-breaking. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But honestly, was, all the stuff that people have talked about this sound like the apocalypse would happen. But it's really just not that bad depending who gets the the deck like it could be bad say they get a fates card or something yeah it it could be rough but i mean generally it's not like campaign ending necessarily no i I think they're a lot more character ending but not campaign ending that's a lot of are just very personal yeah which is super surprising to me I guess it shouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's taking many things. You're pulling it for yourself. I guess it technically makes sense. I'm just upset because I really thought it'd be way more insane options. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it, it may have been a stronger deck back in the day. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah, second edition. I mean, XP stuff by itself is like a whole different world compared to what it is now. Hmm. I could find an old copy of the deck of many things if it was a thing. You think they like changed the cards or something? I mean, potentially. Uh, you know, that didn't even occur to me. Did you find something? Uh, I don't know if it's real. Uh, no, it's just the regular deck of many things. Maybe they didn't change anything. Uh, fourth old fighter. It's just fifth edition. Yeah, uh, it might not have existed prior to five E. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But yeah, overall, not not the worst thing to get. Um, not as trumped up as a lot of people say. But the bad thing is you have to determine how many cards you draw prior to uh, drawing them. So it could be like, you know, I'm feeling pretty spicy. I'm gonna draw three cards and then all of a sudden you draw like ruined talons and then the void and you have destroyed your character. But then you could also get fucking key star and fates and just be a god <laughs> it's, it's a fun it's a fun item that allows for many different like outcomes to happen and it's exciting and also nerve wracking but not necessarily the most game breaking thing <laughs> Silence. Silence. <laughs>